Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Steel Wars call-in show. I am Gideon Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And for the next 45 minutes or so, we'll be talking the week's Star Wars and, of course, taking your calls. The lines are now open. We've already got a couple of people raring to go. And if you'd like to call in, it is 646-668. 8360. If you are not in America, you can Skype in and you just have to add a plus one to that number and then uh, you can join us. The chat room is bustling. Good morning, afternoon or night to everyone there chatting. Um, the, all the Australians seem to be bragging about the weather. So, uh, very competitive there. Sorry to everyone in the Northern Hemisphere about that. And uh, my co-host today is the great host of the awesome podcast, The Star Wars Report. Welcome to Steel Wars, Ray Blanton. Steel, uh, dude, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, I'm not sure what's going on, but on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of talk about your Australian impression. Is, is there some? Are you racially vilifying me over the internet? What's going on? Me? Would, would I do that to you? And I'm, I'm going I'm, into my song era here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I feel like I have to give some background on this. Okay. Uh, Once upon a time, New York Comic Con happened, and I ran into this amazing, hilarious, and awesome Australian fellow, and I promptly asked him to go on my live podcast from the floor at the top booth, like two hours later. I'm like, dude, you're on the show. And he was like, sure. And and he did. (laughs) And then... Yeah, I'm already hinting at it, aren't I? Uh, and, and he did, but here's the important thing. You were so popular. We got so many tweets and emails from this, this, this awesome, crazy Australian fellow who was so enthusiastic about Star Wars that there was a particular moment, and I think we were kind of in it, like in the, in the midst, in the heat of the podcast, at the live show, at the floor of New York Comic Con, and I, there's a little side joke that I don't even know if you noticed, Steele, but you said something about, you asked, you asked a, a now famous question, if you're a listener to the Star Wars Report. And that question okay. is, have you seen the trailer? Um, at which point, during the show, I just said, have you seen the what? As I'm totally trolling you to say the word trailer again. And literally, ah. the entire Star Wars Report for the subsequent weeks leading into Rogue One on the show is our, our running bit that everyone in the chat, ever you would come up, it's just, have you seen the trailer? <laughs> That's not a trailer, mate. This is a trailer. I know. It was, I don't, I were terrible and a thousand apologies. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's nice to be remembered. And, uh, 
you know, imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery and, and all those are sort of old sayings. I should point out for the uh, the new listener, this is the Steel Wars call-in show. We also have every Tuesday the classic Steel Wars episodes where I interview someone of interest to Star Wars fandom. And this week I did one with Artie Shaw, who is the motion uh, body double for Maz Kanata in The Force Awakens, also played a gonk droid in The Force Awakens and Rogue One, and was also the stand-in for Rock Raccoon on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So that episode is up for your persuasal, yeah. There's something that I have to um, have to backtrack on. I, I did some research. Uh, we did this, I think it was two weeks ago. Someone mentioned there was a theory going around, Riley, that okay. when the four Jedi come to arrest Sheev in Revenge of the Sith, that he lets, when he does his little yell, he does a thing yeah. called a force scream. And are you aware of the force scream, Riley? I am aware of the Force scream tangentially, but it's a conversation that I remember having, like, with my friends back in, uh, like, junior high. I remember that being a discussion years ago about whether or not that was a power or just a freaking wicked awesome noise coming from his mouth. So that, so, but this is like a thing now. Well, someone brought it up on, on the show. Uh, I can't remember sort of how they actually quizzed us about it. But anyway, it got brought up as a topic in the show and it made me feel sick. I, I felt faint. Uh, the blood went off my head and I sent off a tweet to the, uh, the, the, the hive of knowledge that is Pablo Hidalgo about this force scream. I was very nervous as I sent send because I was, you know, you don't, sometimes it's best if you not to ask a question if the answer is going to upset you that much. But I, I went ahead with it and he did come back with me to me with a very puzzled response. And uh, after a few back and forth, he did confirm that the fourth scream is fan fiction and all is well in the Star Wars universe. <sighs> I feel so relieved. So you sounded worried about it. Because that's a, uh, that's a risky, risky proposition. When you go to the Pablo, the fount of knowledge may reward your theory or may rent it mute and uh, undeserving. So, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a scary proposition sometimes. Yeah, I just, there's some things that I read, these, these Star Wars theories and, and, and things that people have added to scenes with their own sort of headcanon. That definitely worry me. So I was very happy to find out that the force scream and and the thing was that he did this force scream and that disoriented the um, the other Jedi. That's why he could uh, kill them so easily. And Pablo actually said to me, I just recalled. He goes, 
a more apt reason might be that only one of the Jedi was a stuntman, and that's why the battle was a little bit flaccid. So sometimes you just have to take that real world explanation. Yeah, Lev Boy, just uh, just like really feeding the 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 world building there, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. Like with the um. You know, there's that infamous scene that, you know, drove me insane with uh, Chewbacca and Leia, how they, you know, they don't acknowledge each other at the end of The the, the Force Awakens. And, you know, I, I would desperately want the hug. And then people come up with these things, it's like, it's the Wookiee process. And I'm happier with the J.J. Abe's exclamation of just like, <laughs> yeah, I messed up. I, I messed up. Don't, there's no need to make a comic or a backstory or anything about this. I just messed up. Let's deal with it and move on. So, uh, I'm of two minds. Like, I totally agree with you on one hand because it gets so out of hand, but then also equally the other side of my brain gets so, uh, so flustered with the, I, I, I want to start a movement steal and that's the movement needs to be the let's let everybody just have their theories movement. You know what? Just let everybody just go wild. Just, this libertine universe of Star Wars fan theories. The crazier, the better. You do, you boo. Just go nuts. Uh, and you know what? We just don't shut down anybody. Let's just let it, let it go. Man, I, I admire your inclusive uh, ideals, but that sort of stuff doesn't sell t-shirts, buddy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, you know, no one's going to buy a t-shirt that says, your Snoke theory is accepted in the fandom. That's, that's not going to move at ease. Fair enough. That is a good point. Uh, available at the Steelworks shop, right? <laughs> yes, steelworks.com. Very good. Very good. Um, so we've got a couple of people on hold. We'll, we'll just go over a few uh, little things in the news. We've got uh, the Rogue One Blu-ray. That is rumoured for March 28th. And... Let's let's really hope we get that uh, commentary on the on the first version. I actually not too long ago went out and got the three Force Awakens for the the JJ commentary, and I found it very satisfying. Possibly the best Star Wars commentary for a movie. I I, I really didn't like the the original trilogy's soundbite edits with everyone was in different rooms. That that really irked me. So um, yeah. I really hope we get. Um, a nice thick offering of extras. <laughs> to say, I, to this date, I have not had taken the time to listen to the JJ commentary because I just bought the original Blu-ray and it just never really kind of came across my desk. So like, I remember when they made the announcement, I was like, oh yeah, I should do that. And to this date, I still haven't. I've got to take the time to actually listen to what he has to say. Yeah, it, it's actually, it's really good. It, it's quite good. And, it, and it's, <laughs> it's full of the, the J.J. Abrams cadence of talking. Oh, no. It's like, <laughs> talks really fast and then sort of at the end of the sentence slows down for the, the poignant point. And we've got the untitled Han Solo film that is filming. And Chris Miller put up on uh, Instagram or some sort of social media uh, a picture of the clapper with codename Red Cup which, of course, is a reference to the, uh, the high school film-style red cups that are called solo cups, I believe, in your fine country. Never heard of it. 
<laughs> and of course, he had the in joke of Han first shot. So, uh, so many puns. I, I, that's pun overload. <laughs> yeah, well, I think get it all out now. So you don't need to use any in the actual film. And uh, very exciting that we had a, a photo from actually one of my favorite places to eat in uh, Los Angeles in uh, L.A. of Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams having a, uh, a, bit of a bit of a Lando powwow, much like the Han Solo powwow a few months ago or a month ago. I just yeah. can't understand how... How do people not faint seeing two Landos chatting to each other? That is so weird. I'm, I'm surprised the city of Los Angeles can take that level of And you know what? Here's the thing. People, uh, just to briefly interject, because I know this can be a whole, a whole discussion and, and we don't want to park on here too long. But if you have not seen, and yes, I'm biased because I live in the city, but if you have not seen the first episode of Atlanta uh, that uh, was produced, acted, and starred by Donald Glover, you will not have an appreciation for the man's dramatic chops that I really hope we see because, man, uh, I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to be done with the robot chicken Lando. It was funny while it lasted, but I want the Lando who realized his gravest mistake and then turned around and saved his friend at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. And I think Donald Glover can be that guy. Yeah, Lando has sort of fallen into this pit of parody where, you know, with all the, you know, the sort of Colt 45 and, and, and all that stuff. So it will be good to uh, get some serious yet suave Lando Carizian on the big screen. You guys, the wait is over. Pre-orders are now open on SteelWars.com for the reprint of the now legendary Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirt. Be the most amusing disgruntled nerd at your local science fiction convention, Star Wars celebration, or just amongst family and friends when you're shaking your head at how much their Snoke Theory sucks. And along with that, we have got the reprint of the Luke Skywalker Have You Seen Him t-shirt in a new limited edition colour. The Mendo t-shirt, paying tribute to his immeasurable power. And stop the presses. We have a new Yub Nub t-shirt, paying homage to one of the greatest skateboard graphics of all time. I'm in love with this. I can't even describe it. You have to get to SteelWars.com and click on that store. We've got three people on hold. Uh, if you again, if you want to uh, jump on the line, it's six four six. Six six eight eight three six zero. Add a plus one if you are skyping in internationally. Let's go to our first call. It is seven one four. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, this is Nick from California. What do you yeah, got for yeah, us, Nick? I, I was just wondering, and I wasn't sure if you had explained this before or anything. But what would you say is your favorite, your favorite ex new expanded universe thing, like a book or something like that? Ooh, Riley, where do you stand on the uh, 
I, the new right. new universe. I am a terrible person to ask in the best way. Uh, let me explain. <laughs> um, I, I know, I know. I, uh, I, have, I have this weird thing. Um, it's kind of called... Uh, what's, uh, I need to be... I thought of a very snarky thing to say, but I'll be more polite. I have trouble a lot of times with the way Star Wars fiction is written. And I was really hoping that there would be some significant differences with the new canon. And they suffer very much often from the same uh, disconnect from the core film. So I, when it's not directly connected to the film saga, it's very hard for me to get into it. So that's a long way of going about saying that I have literally stopped and not finished almost every new canon novel. Though, so to, to the best way I can answer your question is the one I got the furthest into before I gave up. Which I know sounds terrible, but that's Lost Stars. Lost Stars is really well done. And a lot of that also is just like my schedule is absolutely insane, so it's very difficult to get in time to read. But Lost Stars, so I can genuinely give that a thumbs up. And, and the reason I, was, I have not finished it to date is much more time than disinterest, uh, unlike a few other of the new canon. I don't know. What do you think, Phil? I, I, first of all, I'm very amused by your uh, tantric EU. You're just letting it drag out. Um, you're not finishing <laughs> any of the book. <laughs> but I know. I'm, a huge, I'm a huge Lost Stars fan. Uh, I think it was really well written. It was fun to read. I, I like, looked forward to getting back to the book. You know, occasionally I can, I don't know, they... they, they they can become a chore, which is not probably not a good sign. But uh, Lost Stars, it was it was a sort of Star Wars book where I was like, I would think about getting like I was like, oh, I can't wait, I have to make time today to read more of that book. Like I really look forward to happen. It also um, featured a very steamy, a very steamy love scene in uh, Star Wars, which uh, had me fanning Hello. myself. <laughs> um, and and, it, and it, it's fun as well and I'm not sure if this is part of its appeal but it is a bit of a back to the future too where you get to see famous scenes from the film sort of how people in a different position viewed those scenes so that I think also adds to it because it's not too you know separated from um, from from the main canon the film canon and, and I know with the EU once they got years out from from the movies and there was like I don't know it was just very hard to be connected as, as a Star Wars book. Uh, what about you, Nick? What's your highlight of uh, the new EU or the the, the new uh, publishing universe? I would say probably Catalyst, the Rogue One prequel book. Okay, uh, but I'm actually um, reading Lost Stars right now. Okay, nice. Have you got any steamy so action? Oh, no, not yet. No. <laughs> oh, well, bu- buckle in. Buckle in. Strap <laughs> in. Get a, pour yourself a, uh, you know, a, draw yourself a nice bath. Put some petals in there. Light some candles and uh, let the romance take hold. <laughs> just, just don't Instagram it, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i i am midway through catalyst i i think i dropped you know once sort of rogue one came out i sort of lost my um 
drive, I got a bit sidetracked to get back on it. But um, I was I was enjoying it, and I know it is uh, it has had really really good reviews. So uh, Nick, I um, you're you're in for a good ride with Lost Stars, man. So uh, <laughs> enjoy that, and uh, thanks so much for calling in, man. Okay, thank you. Bye. Cheers. All right, on the line we have got six three zero, which I believe is previous call-in show co-host Tyler Westhouse. Are you on the line? I am, my friend. How are you doing? I am really, really good, buddy. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you thinking about in Star Wars today? How are you doing, Riley? I can hear you talking. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying this wasn't part of the deal. I, I hang on. No. I'm out of here. That's it. I didn't realize I had that to. That was compete. my reaction the first time I was on the show too when Charlie showed up. So I had to say, excuse me. <laughs> it's a tradition oh, now. So, no, 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 no. Let's deal with this now. So Riley, he he's free to allow any theories into the fandom, but he likes to pick and oh, choose God. his callers, huh? Yeah, we see yeah, where you're hell, all coming man? from, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but <laughs> exactly. I didn't realize I had to compete with the the Grand Poobah of the Star Wars Podcasting Alliance. Uh, Did you so just call me the, the Grand Poobah? Uh, maybe. We're going to have problems if you refer to me as the Grand Poobah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you're listening, Tyler and I have known each other quite some time now, uh, and it's been quite a... Man, it's been a fascinating time in the Star Wars podcasting world this last year. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you and I have known each other for a long time, but this is actually our first time podcasting together, Riley. That's right, because it was like La La Land, uh, where the, the, so many incredible things almost happened last week on the Star Wars Report. We were supposed to be doing this segment for uh, for the awesome charity gala, and they had to postpone yeah. it. But how about that? I don't I feel like I'm taking over the whole show now. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's great to talk to you. Oh, I, I mean, I'd be happy to talk about it a bit if uh, Steele doesn't mind. Yeah, no, go for it, buddy. So uh, we are planning, and by we I mean a ton of people in the Star Wars podcasting community, um, including myself, Riley, and Steele. Uh, we're planning an event as a memorial for Carrie Fisher of sorts. Um, it's called Drowning in Moonlight, a Carrie Fisher Memorial Gala. It is happening the first day of celebration, that Thursday night at the Rosen Center from uh, 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. Uh, it's going to be poolside, and we're going to be having a, we're gonna have a lot of really cool and crazy stuff. The biggest thing that podcast people would probably care about is we're going to have a gigantic, gigantic podcast all-stars panel. And right now, I'm the guy who's helping organize, like, the list for who gets on and everything, and Riley's assisting with that as well. We've got, like, 35 people who are slated to be on this, and that includes, like, Ooh. authors of Star Wars books. That includes people in the Star Wars community that you probably wouldn't expect to be on ca- podcasts. Maybe some people who actually are at Lucasfilm would be, sort of be making their podcasting debut. Uh, it's going to be a really, really, really fun and crazy event. Um, I know for a you're fact. Gonna need a, that, you're going uh, gonna to need a lot of microphones there for uh, 36 <laughs> microphones. Oh, oh here, here's the thing. We're going to be having like a rotating panel. It's not going to be everybody at once. That would be a mess. I'm the, uh, I'm the podcast and entertainment chair for the event. So I'm organizing all that. And I'm, I'm running through my head like, how do we get this to work without it just being an absolute, absolute like disaster? 
But luckily, it's coming along. There's a ton of great people helping organize this. And how can people, uh, what, 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 what part of the internet should they be on to find out more information about this? Uh, I would recommend using Google Chrome. It's my favorite web browser. Um, you can go to drowninginmoonlight.com. That's where we have all the information on the site. There are links to buy tickets there. And you can follow the event updates at Carrie Gala on Twitter. It's spelled how it sounds. No spaces, no underscores. And uh, you can also follow me at T West House because I'm going to be posting some updates pertaining to the podcast hub as well. But the three people who are talking on this show right now, I'm pretty sure are going to be there. Oh, yeah. I'm there, buddy. I'm there. Allow me, allow me to just additionally comment. Like, uh, here's the deal. All right, listen up. <laughs> I'm speaking to anyone within the sound of my voice. If you're going to celebration, there's all kinds of stuff. There's, there's the 501st party. There's all kinds of parties, gathering shows, all kinds of great things going on on the different nights. There's the big Disney event. There's all that stuff. But there's only one chill, and I'm talking chill, uh, event where you can go where we're going to have incredible music dancing, hanging out together, like real quality time, just hanging out with the Star Wars fan and podcasting community, uh, which is just, it, it hasn't ever happened to the degree that it is finally happening now. And I'm so glad that there's actually a great cause to bring us all together. So it's just going to be a great time for everyone to just hang out together. There's not going to be any kind of, uh, there's, there's no loud music. You won't have to be trying to hear yourself think it's just going to be an actual real time to connect in person with some of the people that you might follow and talk to on Twitter, but that's nothing compared to actually having time to get together. And it's, it's a great deal and everything, all the proceeds go to charity. So I, uh, dude, I'm so excited. And I'm, I'm literally just showing up, having a good time. Uh, guys like Tyler, Amanda from Tashi station, there's a ton of effort going into making this thing great. So I'm really looking oh, it's forward gonna be, to it. It's going to be a fantastic, fantastic event. I mean, when I, um, when I made the decision to start doing stuff on my own in the podcast community, this is the type of thing I really wanted to do. Things I could bring the community together, things that had a purpose. Uh, the event's going to be a blast. We, um, I can't go into specifics about this portion, but I can tell you it is worth the $40 admission. It's all going to charity for the potential giveaway stuff we have. I'm part of the chat where we're talking about what's being given away. It is absurd. We are giving away. There's some amazing, amazing stuff to the point where I'm jealous and I just want to steal it, but I'm not a bad person, so I'm not going to do that. There's, there's some uh, amazing stuff that we're giving away as giveaways. We're going to have special, uh, I don't know how to speak. We have special Carrie Fisher uh, themed drinks. Uh, if you want to get super, super drunk, you're going to be able to do that. It's a 16-plus uh, event. There will be profanity. Uh, I imagine somebody on the 35 panel, like, Plus podcast is going to get a bit raunchy because it's an honor of Carrie. So don't bring your kids. <laughs> Fair warning. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, uh, thanks so much for uh, giving us the lowdown. We'll have to get you back on as a co-host sooner than later. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll, uh, I'll be listening in. So don't talk bad about me. I'll hear it. I won't. I won't. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, we've got a few uh, more people on hold. We've got about 16 minutes in the open lines, and then we'll go into the support uh, 
program. Uh, we have got 201. Who are you and where are you calling from? This me? Oh, hi. This is Rob. What's up? Oh, Robert. Robbo. How you doing, one buddy? One of these days, yeah. One of these days you're going to know who 201 is. I, I actually just direct messaged you on Twitter asking if that was you and you didn't reply. So uh, oh, don't blame was, uh, me, buddy. What's on your mind <laughs> today, Robbo? I don't know. I was actually going to talk about Lando again. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty cool that they uh, that you saw that picture of uh, of uh, Billy D and uh, Mr. Glover. It's the it's so great. Billy D is looking pretty good. He's like seventy nine or something. He was, he was born in I think nineteen thirty seven. So wow. Like, yeah, when you think about it, he's been around. Um, it's, I, I was actually just looking up as much as I could learn about Billy Dee Williams today. I was really curious. As well you should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been in a lot of... Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff before he was in Star Wars. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was... I don't know. I was thinking, like... Do you think that, like... Do you think... Because we didn't really get around to this last time, but like, what it, what the probability is of bringing Lando back? Like, is he is is Billy D just too old? Or I don't think so. But like, there's no. I can imagine if they do bring the character back and bring you know Billy D back into the role, that they'll it'll be like a one and done type of thing. Like there'll be no. Because you know you don't know. Like you, you hate to think about these things, but you know, seventy nine is pretty old and. You know, you don't. Who knows what? How long is he's gonna remain healthy? But um, he looks really good. It just feels weird thinking about that. But these are kind of like morbid decisions you have to make when you're writing these stories for for these uh, legacy characters. Yeah, I, like putting aside, you know, the health and the age. I, I guess the main thing is if it, like, if there's a story device for uh, Lando to come back into it. Um, I, I know they uh, he's appearing in the the final Chuck Wingdeg novel. Is that Empire's End? I think that might be called it. Uh, but that's, mm-hmm. they, just, they just put out they just put out a um, an excerpt on that. That I don't know. Chuck Wingdeg's got this strange um, penchant for. Star Wars references. I, 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 Lando gets yeah. back to Cloud City with Lobot and says, uh, "Lobot, we're home." And I was just like, uh, "Yeah, why do you? that's not a thing, is it? No, it, it is a thing. Lobot, is, a thing. Lobot <laughs> is not necessarily Lando's Chewie. You know, like Lobot could just be Lobot. Like he doesn't. He, he might. I always figured before you know, they had that. They had that. I just, sorry to interrupt, but I just just wanted to say, take a moment to appreciate that you are making the Ray argument right now with Lobot. Why does why does Lobot have to have any parents? Why does Lobot ha- <laughs> does yeah. Lobot have to be uh, Obi Wan's son? Yeah, he, yeah. Lobot just well, Lobot. <laughs> I always figured he just came with Cloud City. Like when you when you when you Lando took it over, like Lobot was just there and he serves like whoever's. Ah, yeah. so, so you think he's like um, Cloud City's Apple TV remote? Yeah, <laughs> like he just—he's just—he's just there. Like when he, like, you know, he's whoever is the king or you know the administrator, I guess, is like he serves that person. So like, tell me this, though. Tell me over, this. He would, yeah. This is what I want to know. 
Star Wars, it's, it's one of the most merchandised licenses of all time. Undisputable. And, uh, yeah. you know, they've just been bought by Disney, uh, another powerhouse in licensing and global marketing. Where is my robot-themed Beats by Dre headphones? Where are they at? Uh, <laughs> yeah! They have the r 2 Why not Lobot? Yeah, I can just imagine, like, how they advertise that. Like, he just turns out, like, he, like, he takes them off, you know, and it just has like, sick beats going. To be honest, you know, we don't need Dr. Dre. We just need DJ Elliot to be the spokesman. <laughs> I'm, I might not be cool enough to, to catch that one, but... Um, no, no, no offense to anyone, but I will take Dr. Dre over DJ Elliot. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember anything that happened in popular music after, like, maybe, like, 2003. So. Oh, DJ <laughs> Elliot's, like, the Star Wars celebration DJ. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and as, as a tie-in... As as a tie-in, uh, Dr. Dre got sued by THX for using the uh, THX that drop noise that oh at the Chronic two thousand and one. So he has a, a dubious relationship with Star Wars or Lucasfilm. <laughs> I did not know that. But what an honour it would be to have a, a dubious relationship with a uh, original member of NWA. So that that's the sort of relationship you need. What, what um, kind of story would you bring Lando back for if you were going to bring him back like 30 years after the fact? Well, that's like, a good question. I would because, think it would be something along the lines of they need resources and Lando's the guy that can hook them up or, or put them into contact um, yeah. you know, to get some more ships or some weapons or some, you know, some information. Like, we don't really know what Lando is, uh, is up to in this uh, era of Star Wars history. So that, that would be my look. That, that's, that's what I'd sort of it's, think. I'm, I'm all about the uh, wizened, aged, but yet fallen evil gangster. That's what I would go for. Mm. Like, fell on really hard times and had to depend on his oldest and worst instincts and sacrificed all of his friendships and fell so deep in with the wrong people that he's only able to use his, uh, his charm to salvage his way through the underworld, becoming a crime boss that fights off hut. You think, you think he just, the big, yeah, he filled the, the hut vacuum? Yes. Yes. See, now we're talking. Like, what's what's the name of thinking about it the whole time? It's like if these guys bump this hut off, I might just have to slide in there, Lando style, Lando things yeah. up a bit. Exactly like the mask he's wearing in Return of the Jedi when he like tilts down to look. That's exactly what he seems like. You know, I could run this place pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> I see some serious staffing issues here. I think I could take care of that. You know, you're good to your people. They'll come back. To you. Hey, um, Robbo, I'm, I, we've got yeah. one more caller so far, so I'm going to put you on hold for a sec, and then we'll come back to you and chat to you in a little bit. Yay, thanks. All right, hang out. Robbo is always a fixture in the, uh, in the bonus section. The Steel Wars podcast is back on the road, touring around Australia, 
Brisbane, we are back at the bright side on the 4th of March, Adelaide Fringe. We are live podcasting on Saturday afternoons, the 11th and 18th of March. And all that week, I'm doing my new show, Steel Saunders, The Enthusiast. Then, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, we have three Steel Wars live podcasts Saturdays in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And I'm doing a limited run of 10 shows of Steel Saunders the Enthusiast. Tickets are going relatively fast. So get in quick at steelwars.com. So let's go to 801. Uh, who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, this is Evan from Utah. Evan from Utah. What are you thinking about in the Star Wars galaxy today? Oh, man, so many things. Well, first of all, celebration. I'm way excited, except for I'm not going to go. So, oh, come on. Evan, you got to go, man. We've had this I conversation. Know. But about celebration, like, do you think there's going to be an episode 8 trailer that's going to drop at all? Is there? Oh. He asks. Is there going to be a, a, a... You know what? I You're going to be asking yourself at the end of that Thursday, you know what you're going to be asking yourself, Steel? What? <laughs> Thank you so much for watching me. Have you seen the trailer? Suckered <laughs> 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 in. Wow. Wow. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. There's definitely the the there is no doubt that Star Wars Celebration is gonna open with uh a panel that's going to show some, the, the first episode eight teaser. I think that is a very safe bet. But, Will, in this trailer, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master, will he ignite the green? That is the question that keeps me up at night and wakes me early in the morning. Hmm. I don't know. What that do you think, Evan? The question. Uh, hmm. You know what? I think he will ignite the green at the very end of the trailer, kind of like uh, in Rogue One, the the Vader turn, the the big reveal at the end. Um, but there's there's one tidbit um, that I have been thinking about with this whole trailer business, and it's that I won't be able to see Episode Eight until 2019. Oh no! Why? Oh no! I know. You might you might have guessed. I mean, I'm from Utah, so you know there's lots of Mormons in Utah, and I happen to be one. Uh, I'm very proud of it. But um, I'm going to go on a a little religious missionary excursion for two years, and that covers the Han Solo movie and Episode Eight. So 2019, I'll have some catching up to catching up to. <laughs> Listen, so it, what it, happens it, there? Where where do you go? I could be called. I could be called to Australia. I could be called to Georgia. I could be called to pretty much anywhere. Okay, yeah, and, and part of that you can't like you won't be able to see the movie because of that. Um, right? Yeah, there's rules that you can't you can't go to movies and you can't do certain oh. things. So I'll be completely cut off, basically. Yeah, because like, and, and just Evan, you're not giving yourself. See, see, as 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 a religious fellow myself, it's um, it's 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 a fascinating, but uh, truly, I'll tell you what. Two things. One, it's a very commendable thing to to. It's two years of service, right? Right. So it's you. I, I absolutely commend you for 
using your faith to go help uh, people and be totally committed to that for that period of time. Also, man, uh, it's, even though I consider myself a religious guy, oh, that sounds hard. Uh, I, I'm thinking to myself of like, if you, if you, there are a few ways that um, a higher power could test my personal faith steel. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not I could uh, see the next Star Wars movie opening night. Like that, forget any trials and tribulations you'd read in the Old Testament. Like that would be my personal hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is... That, that, that is commendable. And it's, how weird is it going to be... To like when that like having like this gamut of information like that that is very interesting. I you actually we have to you have to get in contact with me when when you're about to uh, when you're off when you can watch the movies again because it would be so weird just to skip all that like that time that that Star Wars input and then come back to it and you've got two movies lined up ready to go. That is a yeah, very that is, weird. I, that is something that. I haven't really thought about, I mean, I've thought about missing the two years, but I haven't thought about, you know, missing the movie releases, the fan reaction, the TV shows, the books, the everything, and then coming back and just having it all, like, pour over me. Because, let's see, what was it, like, last summer when Riley, you went to boot camp for, like, a month, and it kind of, that's kind of like a microcosm of what's going to happen to me. I mean, everything's going to be... I am such a baby uh, because, like, I, so, yeah, I went 30 days without a cell phone at Air Force basic training uh, uh, last summer. And you know what? It was hard, right? I'm, I'm, I am a true millennial, and I am very attached to the, the world of Twitter and, and live events. But, man, uh, that's, a, that's a, to miss the Star Wars movie, I do commend you, Evan. That's, uh, that is commitment. Um, we've got about a minute of the main show, so if you wanted to call in now and uh, then you can listen through into the bonus area. Evan, you hang on there and we'll talk to you after the break. Uh, funnily enough, on that similar sort of weird experiment thing, I'm doing a podcast on Wednesday. I'm taking someone to see Rogue One who um, loves popular culture and films but has never seen a Star Wars film. So I'm going to take him to see what he thinks of Rogue One never seeing another Star Wars film. Um, Riley, let the people know where they can find the Star Wars report on the internet. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's super simple. Uh, if you want to hear an hour of fun Star Wars talk where we talk about what you're already talking about, uh, all you have to do is go to StarWarsReport.com slash about. And that's our introduction uh, right there. You can find out everything you need to know as far as what the show is and where to find us and how to follow us. StarWarsReport.com slash about. Awesome. Um, we are going through into the bonus time right now. So uh, let's put on the little music to signify that. Oh, yeah. Into the bonus section we go. Feels good. Feels relaxed. So, Evan, uh, if you don't mind me asking you, what's the, like, like social media and, and TV and stuff? Is that, is that part of um, your sort of two-year mission, or it's, you're allowed that as well? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, actually, no, you're pretty much cut off from the Internet completely. I mean, you can email your family once a week, and you can write paper letters, but as far as 
social media and things like that for entertainment. You just have to let that go away for two years. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun live call-in show with Riley Blanton of the Star Wars Report. Make sure you uh, check the Star Wars Report out if you haven't already. And I think I'll be popping up on that sometime next week. Next week's live call-in show will be an hour earlier than normal. I'm back in LA, so I'm just testing out a new time. So if you are on the American West Coast, that'll be 5 p.m. Friday night. Uh, East Coast, you're at 8 p.m. Australia, Melbourne and Sydney, that is 12 p.m. 12 midday. 12 midday. Is that p.m. or a.m.? It's p.m., I think. Yes, p.m. But let's all agree, it's midday. And if you were one of the delightful people who are a Steel Wars supporter, you would be listening to the bonus time supporter section, another 45 minutes. Now, things get really interesting in this supporter section because Riley got cut off and then we had sort of another podcast all together with our previous guest, Emily Lind, and Robbo uh, joins us. He's back on the line, and we have uh, a really cool Star Wars discussion. It's like a, a total other podcast. So just one of the perks of being a Steel Wars supporter. If you don't know, it is $3 Australian a month. It's $2 about $2.20 American, and uh, you get bonus exclusive shows that are totally exclusive, like the uh, listener Q&As and the Making Steel Wars podcast, which uh, we just recorded the third episode of, going through two hours, two hours plus, on the history of the Star Wars Special Edition with myself and MakingStarWars.net's Jason Ward. Uh, We tell some, what I'm hearing, the feedback, some very funny stories of when we were fans at the time, and then rate and review each and every change to the uh, classic Star Wars films in the Star Wars Special Edition, which is celebrating 20 years. And you also get uh, an exclusive RSS feed with ad-free shows, which I know people really appreciate. And to sign up, all you have to do is go to steelwars.com and just hit the supporter or Bandcamp links. As I mentioned in the mid-episode promo, pre-sales are now up for the next batch of Steel Wars t-shirts. We have got the amazing skateboarding slash Endor themed Yubnub t-shirt, which I am absolutely in love with. And these t-shirts are screen printed. There's six screens front and back. Now this digital printing, these prints will last for years and it is printed on the highest quality AAA oil style apparel 1701 t-shirt. That's a ring spun t-shirt. Tube cut. Uh, so no side seams. I know a lot about t-shirts, all right. I uh, have a lot of experience. So you are getting the top shelf cotton 
printed with the finest Star Wars tribute prints you can find. So we've got Your Snoke Theory Sucks. We've got Yubnub. Uh, we've got a few uh, Wear Home t-shirts that are left. I'm not sure I'm going to reprint them. We've got Mendo tees and uh, a new batch of the Luke Skywalker. Have you seen him? Which we're going to do in a new color and in white as well. And I'll put together... A, uh, a multi deal as well. So if you want to grab, so if you want to grab a few teas, so you've got a fresh, hot looking Star Wars T-shirt for each day of celebration. Say that'd be looking good. I tell you one thing about getting these T-shirts is you are going to meet fellow Steel Wars listeners in lines and and at fan events. I people have sent me photos of like I met this guy because I had this T-shirt on. So that's a cool little bonus to having uh, a super sweet Steel Wars t-shirt. They're on uh, pre-order now at steelwars.com. If you are in Australia, we've got live shows on sale. Adelaide Fringe, uh, Brisbane at the Brightside and the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, we are, of course, a part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. So make sure you are visiting daily makingstarwars.net that's where the news breaks you guys uh, the leaks the rumours and just general release Star Wars news that should be your one stop shop hit the podcast network button and see a gamut of top shelf Star Wars pods uh, featuring tons of guests from that have been on Star Wars before uh, you got now this is podcasting Rebel Girl uh, Rogue One, Blue Harvest, all those guys have been on the show before, so I'm vouching for them, guys. Check it out. I will be back on Making Star Wars is Now. This is podcasting this month. I'm very excited, and I also recorded an episode which is was really fun to do of Plumbing the Death Star, and that is an Australian pop culture comedy podcast, and we reviewed... Snoke theories. We run the gamut of as many theories as we could slip in. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, it was super fun. Those guys are are really funny and it's an awesome podcast. So, check out Plumbing the Death Star. If you haven't already, check out our awesome interview with Artie Shaw, who uh, was the uh, motion actor for Maz Kanata, the stand-in for Rocket Raccoon, also a gonk droid on several Star Wars films. We're getting great reviews about that pod. And tomorrow on the traditional Steel Wars podcast format, I will be interviewing Ben Vanell from the Filthy Casuals uh, video game podcast. And uh, we talk Star Wars and tons of Star Wars video game memories. The feed will be chock full this week of uh, Steel Wars goodness for you. But if you're a supporter... There's even more. You would not be listening to this. You'd be listening to me and Emily and Robbo talking wars, you guys, right now in the extended version. But you're not. It's my high-pitched voice doing its silly sales pitch. What a bummer. Never forget how much I appreciate you sharing the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Star Wars forums, all that good stuff, and writing a sweet five-star review fills my heart with warmth and uh, it's great to be appreciated. Trust me on that. May that force be with you.